From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, welcome back to the Radio 111 screening room. And today we're going to go ahead and talk about a pretty fun movie called Megan. So again, welcome back to Flicks and Picks with me, Brian Mendoza, as your host. And... You know, the thing about movies like Megan is that I always try to meet movies at where they're at. Or sometimes I want to meet them where I think they should be at. And I think Megan is one of those movies where it knows what it is. The marketing clearly knows what kind of movie this is. And now I'm going to say it. Megan is actually a really fun movie. It is a very fun movie that knows exactly what it wants to be. It wants to be a campy mix of humor and horror. It's a very fun movie. I'm going to say it right off the bat. I had a lot of fun watching Megan. My audience, which, you know, recently audiences have been sort of not vilified, but sort of like we're, we're noticing that after the pandemic, audiences have been a little bit less courteous at the multiplex. And I will say this, it, this was a case where if you have a big audience and they're laughing, you're going to have a good time. It is one of those moments where the audience definitely laughed and had a good time with this movie. They weren't rude. They weren't obviously talking over the movie when the movie was going through its important scenes but it was certainly a audience type movie this is a movie where you go and see it with an audience and you laugh and you enjoy it because it's the type of movie where i think this is going to be one of those cult films where in a couple years people are going to dress up like megan and do the dance you know so if you haven't seen the trailers for megan which would be very surprising if you haven't Megan tells a story about a young girl named Katie whose parents die in a car accident and she goes to live with her aunt, played by Allison Williams. So her aunt then develops a AI technologically advanced uh, robot doll named Megan who goes and basically provides emotional support to Katie. So Katie and Megan start to formulate this relationship with each other that's very codependent and almost parasocial. And I say parasocial in the sense that Megan is this robot that may or may not have more of an obsession over like Katie. I think Katie genuinely loves, which I think is a parasocial element of it, is genuinely loves this machine, whereas this machine is viewing Katie as sort of like a task that it has to do and protect. Can it feel love? Maybe. I can't say. But the thing about it is that it's a very toxic friendship that they start to develop and people start to go missing, people start to die. A lot of things start to happen, and it may or may not be Megan's fault. Well, it probably is Megan's fault if you've seen the trailer. Then you know this is one of those killer doll movies. And so if the if the premise sounds a little similar, there was a remake of Child's Play, which is the Chucky franchise. Now, the remake to Child's Play, Child's Play back in 2019, which I did review, and I gave it sort of a semi-positive review because at the time, I, I, I genuinely thought it wasn't as bad as other remakes and revivals of horror films. And I thought, you know what? 
Child's Play is not a terrible remake. And looking back at it, I think I would give it less of a positive review because it does have an identity crisis in the sense that it wants to be this fun movie, but it also wants to be like this really scary, dark movie at the same time. And it also wants to be a faithful, like, homage slash nostalgia trip of the original, like, film. So I will say this, that it's a very, it's a very, I'm, I'm just going to say it. It's a very different story for Megan. I think Megan knows exactly what it wants to be. It wants to be this semi, like, parody of capitalist gain because there's a scene. So part of the context is that Megan is developed secretly by Allison Williams's character because she wants to like make this new toy for children and to eventually sell it on the market. Megan is eventually seen as something that they can sell on the market by Allison Williams's character and her boss. And the thing about it is that Megan is a very interesting character, an interesting product. Like it actually is kind of funny that this movie sort of plays into the idea that, okay, well, a $10,000 toy. Wow. Who could afford that? Or wow. Like that's something that can eventually happen. Like, isn't that, I think it's an interesting commentary on capitalism where all these women like Alison Williams's character is a woman in STEM. And then she has a friend who is another woman in STEM and then her, and then their friend who are all like these people who are like people of color, Latinx or women in STEM. And the only thing that they're able to do with those really advanced skills and doctrines and PhDs and whatnot is develop toys to eventually sell, which is great. But the idea is that like, instead of putting STEM towards like maybe doing something for the world or doing something that, eventually helps people the context is well this toy that is very emotionally helpful for therapy we're just gonna we're gonna use it for money we're not gonna actually do it for the good of welfare of the children it's a very interesting commentary on capitalism that i think the other child's play movie tried to do but it didn't really work in this case it was funny like it's just funny the idea that these hard-working people in stem are forced to make like just these really dumb toys and then megan something they really put their heart into and it just goes wrong when they try to sell it off it's interesting it's an interesting commentary maybe not the most unique of course but it is funny in a sense so i did mention earlier this is very campy and it is this movie knows exactly the people that are wanting to go see it and i think the audience that may get the most joy out of it is queer people and hear me out on this i think that a lot of the humor and the design choices are definitely very campy and have a very queer friendly aesthetic to them and i think that audiences will sort of laugh at it and not necessarily even laugh at it. I'm, I'll take it back. I think laugh with the film. The film makes a lot of dis interesting decisions. And I'm not going to say what they are necessarily. But the film makes a lot of curious decisions with how they present Megan and what she does. Like everyone's seen the Megan dance. But then there's this one scene where Megan, let's just say, sings a song. And it's so, so random and so funny. And you would think, geez, like this movie knows what it is like and i think megan is a very funny movie 
and I think that I was laughing throughout the movie. I had a good time. I think that its horror elements are done well enough. There is a certain creepiness to Megan sort of acting a little campy and funny. So, like, for example, the dance scene that's in the trailer, but in the movie, it it's funny, but then there's something really creepy about this, like, soulless face just sort of putting on these, like, really extravagant dance moves. And I, and I gotta give credit to like this actress um annie parnell she is darnell she does a really great job with the physicality and these dance moves and i think that even though she obviously is not the voice jenna davis is this actress she really knows how to sell megan as this like very childlike almost I would almost say TikTok-esque villain. And I when I mean by TikTok-esque is like the dance moves are sort of the types of dance moves you see on TikTok, but they're done in a way that's very uncanny because it's a it's a robot doing it. So it feels really off-putting. And so what I like about her physicality is that it's human enough to be something that you can sort of see a human do, but it's robotic enough that it feels uncanny that it looks human enough it she knows how to really get into that fine line of the uncanny valley in her physicality like just the way she moves is very well done and i think that this is a script that has again a lot of good one-liners a lot of good it has a lot of good development and humor and it's campy enough and i think that there is something kind of interesting about how it handles grief i do think the way this movie handles grief is effective because it does show that somebody like megan would quite possibly be a a a way for people to escape their grief of how to really deal with it like just the fact that a lot i've met a lot of people who like when they're grieving they don't process their grief but rather they escape into technology or they escape through like literally like video games and stuff like that so i might talk about how maybe technology it's spaces like tiktok or just just online spaces may not always be the best place to find solid advice to get over grief or to like process your grief because this is a very interesting take that this movie is about grief at the same time it's it has a killer robot in it and i think the relationship between megan and katie is a very solid um i'm gonna say root for the movie that katie and megan are just very very good for this movie and i and i like seeing their scenes together it feels like a real sort of parasocial very weird one-sided relationship with a machine so I'll leave it at that. I think that there's a lot of surprises and it's a lot of surprisingly smart things about this movie. And again, I, I'm going to just give it like three stars because I think that it's a very fun movie. It's definitely super predictable. You can definitely predict where things are going to go. And I think that there's obviously these moments where I'm like, yeah, that character is supposed to be super unlikable. So that way, when something bad happens, we don't really feel bad for them. But I did grow to care for the character of Katie, and I think Megan is a very interesting villain because she thinks she knows what is good, but obviously she's very much destructible, like very, very, very prone to violence. And I, and I think that what I like about this movie is just that it has a campy feel to it, but it feels sincere. That's why I think sort of 
when I see people sort of make jokes about Megan, like I've been seeing a lot of like mo- Megan jokes. I feel like, well, the movie's already funny enough to begin with, and the movie is sincere enough in its campiness. So I'll give it that. It's a sincere movie that knows what it is. It knows that it's a campy movie, and it knows that it's also in some way a twisted a girl and her robot tale. So you know what? I'm gonna say this is a pretty fun movie. It's it's decent, it's actually pretty fun. I had a good time. I definitely suggest watching this in theaters. So go and check out Megan in theaters. It's a very funny movie. I honestly had a good time. I definitely will give it three out of four stars. It definitely has its flaws. Definitely not one of the best movies of 2023, you know, but it's a very solid movie. And you know, for the beginning of the year, I like starting off things campy. So we'll see how this movie movie theater goes and this movie year goes. <laughs>